Welcome to the She Led First podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Degree. I'm the founder of She Led First, a business educator and mindset mentor helping first-generational female leaders confidently start to elevate their online business. In this space, we will discuss all things entrepreneurship, the first-generation mindset, elevating your business, and strategies that bring you closer to creating the generational wealth you deserve and desire. Let's get started. Hello, 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 ladies. Welcome back to the She Led First podcast. My name is Desiree Degree, and I am your host. If this is your first time here, welcome. I am thrilled to have you. Today, we're going to be talking really deeply about creating consistent sales and really understanding the buyer process. You know, I understand how frustrating it could be when you're consistently posting content, but you're not seeing those sales rise. And I want to dive deep into what the actual buyer process looks like, some steps that you may either be skipping or haven't quite put much energy into just yet. And I want to bring light to those so that you can really, really elevate and get the most out of your content and everything you're putting out into the world. Because I know, (laughs) I know you're showing up for your business and, and you deserve those results. So We're going to dive deep into that, but first I want to tell you about something brand new from the incredible women that I get the opportunity to work with in my private mentorship. What I'm understanding is that a lot of you first generation entrepreneurs are far beyond the intro phase at this point, right? You want to elevate the things you know, you want to elevate the current foundations you already have, right? You're done hearing about the market research. You're done hearing about picking a niche statement. You're done hearing about choosing a target audience. You have all that down, you're creating content consistently, and you're really wanting to focus on going next level. And what next level looks like for you is obviously creating that authentic content, but also getting the results, right? You're done getting likes, you're done being told your products are pretty and and your um, content is inspirational, You are wanting that conversion. You're wanting buyers, not just people liking your posts. The next level for you looks looks like authentically launching new offers, new products with confidence, right? Having that predictability factor, that consistent income, and really wanting to create a structured launch that really, really works for you, but that also gets you results that you want. You're ready to start implementing systems and funnels on the back end of your website so that so that when people land on your site, there's less you have to do. There are systems in place to help those orders go through without you touching anything. And also you're wanting to connect deeper with your audience. You're wanting to ex- authentically express more of your personality and really elevate your brand so that you are the obvious choice for them. So you're not competing against anyone. Like you're in your own lane and you want to make that clear to the people who are landing on your page. So if that is you, I want you to DM me the word on Instagram. I want you to DM me the word exclusive. And I'm going to give you some details on something new I have coming up that is made exactly for you. That first generation, multi-passionate, manifesting generator (laughs) that you probably are. So I encourage you to DM me the word exclusive and I will tell you all about it. But for this episode, let's dive into the four-step 
buyer process. So the first step of the buyer process is the discoverability piece, right? This is what we all think about when we think about sales, right? They land on your feed. They are watching your content. Okay, so discoverability though isn't for your followers. This is for the person who's not following you yet. So this is the phase that everyone starts at at some point. So this is the different ways you can become discoverable. You have first and foremost your organic content, right? This is your free content. This is everything that you're putting out on your feed. These are your reels. These are your posts, your carousels, everything like that, right? These are the things that you're putting out consistently for anyone to see. Another way also that you can become discoverable to people as well, though, outside of your feed and outside of your um, your consistent content that you're putting out is to collab with other people, right? So that's another way to extend your discoverability. And again, the discoverability piece is before someone has clicked that follow button. This is somebody brand new that doesn't know you, has no clue what you do, just landed on your page. This is the person who has not yet followed you. So you also have that collaboration piece, reaching out to people that you feel are relevant to your niche, to your markets, to your products, to your brand, most importantly. You know, we don't want to be collaborating with whoever just wants to collaborate with us. Make sure it's in line. This other person, this other company, this other business is in line with yours, right? Because you're officially becoming associated with this person or this brand or this business, and it should be aligned with the best interest of your mission and your business. So collaboration is another piece. Something that I want to bring your attention to, though, at this point, is that when someone comes to your feed for the first time, when they come to your page for the first time, before they have hit that follow button, this is when everyone's going to binge your content, right? People don't always follow you directly from your reel, your post. Sometimes they will, but a lot of people go and they binge your feed first. They need to be binging valuable content, right? When I say valuable, I mean relevant, important to them in whatever phase of life they're in, okay? So if everything that you're showing them is not really relevant to them, they're probably not gonna follow you, right? And so sometimes we're, we're posting lots of inspirational quotes and just photos of our products, but we're not showing our personality. And maybe connection is important to this person. And so they're not really getting an opportunity to really vibe with you. Like they're not really seeing how like badass you are because <laughs> you're not yet showing it, right? Whether you're not comfortable doing that or whether you just haven't gotten into that phase of business yet, but they need to see you and they need to have a reason um, to stay. And so more importantly than getting them there is getting them to stay, right? That's the first phase of business. Not just finding you, checking out, but finding you and deciding to stay here to continue to watch your content. So what you post tomorrow is the first phase of someone's buyer process with you. So keep that in mind, right? It's really important. All right, so once you've been consistently posting content and someone has decided to follow you, that's the first phase of the process. So you've been discovered. They have decided to follow you. Now you enter this next phase, which is connection. And I think 
for many people, they believe that once they have gotten through the discoverability phase, they enter immediately into the conversion phase, into the buyer. And that's not necessarily true, unless you're an emotional buyer. An emotional buyer is someone who is going to buy out of emotion, either for you, either for your product, maybe it's an emotional item for them and it's really relevant and it's inspirational to this particular phase of their life and they will buy it out of emotion. But that's usually, those are the people who buy quickly for whatever reason, right? Think about even, and when I say emotion, I don't necessarily mean negative or like sad emotion. It could be excitement. It could be um, inspirational to them. Like emotion, there's a, there's a wide range of emotion, but the example I'm going to give you is like a GoFundMe page, right? Like you don't know that person. You haven't developed any know, like, and trust for this person, but maybe the person who, you know, sent out a video to everyone expressed this sad, deep story for someone who's going through something and then you donate, right? That That's probably more than likely the only time you immediately pull out your credit card to purchase something is if it, it, if it evoked a very particular emotion for you. And then that's when you buy immediately. Everyone else is a logical or a FOMO buyer. And that's a logical buyer needs lots of logistics and lots of information. They need the educational piece. They need to understand why this is important to them, why this is necessary to them. And then the FOMO buyer is the person who's like, they're probably going to respond a little bit better to the discount codes and the the last minute, the countdown timers and all those things. I went on a little tangent there. <laughs> so we got the discoverability piece. Now we're entering the phase of connection after they follow, followed you. Connection is the things that you're posting outside of your feed, right? These are your newsletters. Even if you're a product-based business owner, having a newsletter is incredible. It allows you to connect on a much deeper level especially if you're creating exclusive content for your newsletter, right? Especially if you're going into significantly more depth to the people who are signed up to your newsletter. If you don't have a newsletter and that's something that you want to start building, please do DM me. I'm happy to have that conversation with you and help you understand the best way to roll out your newsletter, right? You don't want to just be like, have a newsletter, join it if you want it. No, there's a, there's a more strategic process you can use for that. It's not a long process at all whatsoever, but you know, there's better ways to do things to get people's email addresses, you know, um, to give them something in return. But connection looks like newsletters. It looks like lives, your stories, events and trainings, freebies, right? Product-based, program-based, all of these are relevant to you, right? This is, this is discoverability is how do they find you connection is why would why should they stay right you're giving them something a reason to stay i have people that are watching my stories on my newsletter opting into my freebies who are not first generation female entrepreneurs it is simply because there is something they're getting from me that they're still connected to I've, I've completely passed that phase of business where I'm only talking about products, where I'm only selling, you know, my leadership products, but they're still connected, right? So it's about building this sort of like cult following that like they're, 
they you're developing that that phase of no like and trust that you really need to get them to check out right so connection is required for them to convert it's really required for them to continue to want to listen to you and watch you and things like that okay so discoverability then connection okay so once you've been sending out those newsletters doing those lives showing up on stories Showing your face on stories, if you can. Events, doing trainings, again, those collabs, creating freebies. If you're a product-based business and you're like, what can I give as a freebie to get people onto my newsletter? You know, a free PDF, a printable, right? A digital product, something that's very relevant to your brand is incredible to start with, right? And it builds a deeper connection from people. All right, so that next phase, the phase everybody loves (laughs) is the conversion phase, right? So discoverability, how do they find you? Connection, why are they staying? Conversion, they're ready to buy. Conversion, there's many ways to convert people after you've been connecting with them. And uh, let's start with funnels. So funnels is one way to get people to convert, like creating back-end systems, So basically meaning someone signs up to your newsletter, maybe you have a funnel or a system that guides them into the process on an automated basis. Otherwise, you can do like a DM for people if people are consistently responding to your stories, responding and giving you feedback and things like that. They're really active on your social media. You can send them a DM encouraging the checkout process or prompting a conversation about a product that you think will be beneficial to them. If if cold DMing people, and I don't feel like this is cold DMing if people have been consistently engaging with you, but if you're like, no, I don't want to DM anyone, that's perfectly fine too. You do not have to do that. Conversion is also found in emails, that newsletter, right? That was a piece of connection, but it's also a piece of conversion because you can go into so much more depth, into so much more specificity in the newsletter for this one product, right? If you really want to convert your launching something, and by the way, if you are launching something new, please keep in mind (laughs) that it takes, it takes at least 12 times for someone to see something before they're, they know they're one, before they know they would be interested in buying it. Not necessarily for them to actually check out, but for them to feel like, hmm, yeah, I like this. I would want this. So if you're just posting something on your stories, assuming that the algorithm has even shown everyone your stories, you might be missing out on a lot of sales. So that newsletter piece, that email piece to let you go deeper into talking about this one product, being more specific about this one product, but also knowing definitively that everyone saw it is a whole nother piece, right? People are picking up their phone on their stories, checking it at a red light, listening to it on mute. They're not paying as close attention as you may want them to. So that newsletter is your foolproof method in knowing that people will then look at what you're talking about at least. But then again, you got to do it over and over and over again. Okay, to really create that conversion that I know you want, that I know you're working hard to get. Another phase of conversion for service-based businesses could be discovery calls. Everybody doesn't love discovery calls, 
Okay, I have a discovery call. If you're like, oh, I'm interested in mentorship, I'm not sure what program I want, but I I just want to talk about it, right? I have a, you know, no strings attached discovery call. It's a free 20 minute call. We can talk about your business. We can talk about the direction of your business. Everyone doesn't like that. And that's okay. If you do not want to do that, it's just a form of conversion. It helps people once again, sit a little bit deeper in your energy, understand you a little bit better and helps it and helps your programs to convert. Now, the most important piece of conversion is selling, actually selling, actually showing up on your feed, on your stories, in your newsletters, everywhere you are to sell, to actually say, I have this, it costs this, you should buy it in some way. You know, don't say that, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you, you have to show up to sell, right? The simple existence of your product The simple fact that you posted a photo of it and put it on your feed is not enough to get people to want to check out. You're going to going to have you're going to go into more depth. You're going to have to be more specific on the results someone will get from your product, from your program. Right. So I used this example the other day about a notepad that I I sell and it just says, oh, shit, don't forget. It's a checklist right? Sure, it's beautiful. But the fact that it's beautiful isn't enough to get people to want to buy it. So I have to tell you about it. I have to tell you about it in the form of the mission that is of my business. The unique mission of She Led First is to help 1 million first-generation female entrepreneurs start and scale their online business. So that means I know a decent amount about first-generation entrepreneurs, right? So the way that I would sell this notepad would say something like, this notepad is not only aesthetically beautiful, it helps you as a first-generation entrepreneur focus on your top revenue-generating activities, increasing productivity and saving you a significant amount of time, allowing you to experience more of the freedom that you desired when you started your business right? That's not the same thing as just posting a photo and just being like, here it is. It's cute. Check out now. You know, (laughs) like we got to go into a little bit more depth than that. And you don't have to be as deep as I just was. And, and, And everything that I am saying to you is what I would do. But keep in mind, we're not the same person, you know? So do what works for you. Just go into a little bit more specificity. You know, you don't have to have a essay in the caption. (laughs) You know, that's not necessary either. Just be a little bit more specific. They're going to need a little bit more than just, here's the photo, check out using the link in the bio, right? We got to do a little bit more than that. So conversion, specificity, creating funnels and systems in the back end of your websites, emails, discovery calls, creating those discount codes, if that's something you want to do, creating those slash sales, exclusive pricing for certain people, preferably the people on your newsletter, right? Showing up to sell every day, telling people about what it is you're selling, saying it with your own voice, not just photos. People need to experience you a little bit more, right? They're buying you. They're not really buying this product. They're buying your mission behind the product, which is why you have to talk about it a little bit more. And if it's something you're willing to try, 
DMs. All right. So we got the discoverability piece. We got connection. We've started to convert people into buyers. And last, but I would say almost most important is retention and referrals. Okay. This is something that I feel that people don't put enough energy into. And I really want to change that with you because for you to continue to get the results I know you want, this generational wealth I know you're wanting to create, we have to have cult buyers. <laughs> we have to make people feel like we are the only option for them to keep coming back to. We don't want one-time buyers who never tell anybody else about us, right? We want repeat buyers who cannot shut up about our brands. So let's talk about retention and referrals. So if you are a service-based business, a program-based business, you could offer a retention rate, right? So to get people to come back or to stay in your program a little bit longer, you can give them an exclusive rate to retain them. Um, You can also do a referral fee at the end. If somebody's raved about you, offer them a, a referral fee to refer someone else. And they will get a percentage of what that person paid. Okay, product-based businesses, automated emails that go out within, I would say, 30 to 45 days after someone has made a purchase. Automated emails are great for your business, right? They do little work. You're setting up these funnels and these systems in the back end to then benefit you um, without you having to do much, right? The way these emails are written, though, is vital, right? They're vital. So that's a great way to retain people though, to get them to come back is to have an automated email sent out within 30 to 45 days after they have purchased, asking them to come back. You can give them at this point a discount code or you know, some other freebie, um, a free add-on, whatever works for you and your unique business. Retention referrals could be those discount rates, right? Offering them a lower rate. Reach outs is also very important. Like if you have someone that is a repeat buyer, it benefits you every so often, maybe once a month or once every other month, to send that person a direct email from your direct email address and say, hey, just checking in with you. I, you know, I really appreciate all your support to my business. Um, if there's anything I can do for you or if you have any upcoming events, I'd love Um, to support you in giving you this rate or whatever it is you want. You don't have to continuously give people discounts, but whatever works for you. But just again, that instant connection, that consistent nurturing of your buyers is vital to their ability to continue to think about you. With all your competition, how do you stand out effortlessly, right? Because this is now just a system in your business. This isn't something that you're going out of your way to do anymore. It's just normal part of how you now run your business. Your business is set up to get people to come back. Okay, so another retention or referral aspect is a bundle. You know, so continuing to bundle things. If if you're noticing that you have maybe one or two bestsellers, you can bundle those together and offer it to people who are continuously buying. You know, so they're getting a better rate than buying those things separate separately. But you know they're more likely to get it because they are your best sellers. 
if that makes sense. So that's another way that you can think about continuing to get people back into your life, into your business, into your world, but also to get people to continue talking about you, right? If you give someone this experience, they're going to tell someone, they're going to share it to their stories every time. We're really, really building that connection piece. And that's why connection is so important, but it's, it's something that people can really easily skip over. Okay. So with all that said, I really, really hope that this was valuable to you. I hope you learned a lot. Again, the full buyer four-step phase or four process phase is discoverability, how they find you, connection, why are they staying, conversion, they've decided to buy, retention, referral, having them come back. We want to consider all four of those things consistently. So if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would give me a rating and a review. It really helps a lot to learn which episodes are really resonating with you. Again, if you are interested in this exclusive offer, please do DM me exclusive. I will leave my Instagram and everything below um, in the show notes. And lastly, I hope you have an incredible week. And as always, keep leading.